You're listening to the Photo Facts Podcast. Actually, I'll... Uh, actually, what? We're recording. We're live. We're live? We're live. I was yeah. going to say... I was going to say, we normally do uh, audio checks to black banana, black banana, because it pops the peas. Yeah. There's no peas in black banana. Yeah. If you do, if you turn it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome back to another episode of Photofax Podcast. We are here at the Photo uh, Expo for, with Bedford Camera um, in Little Rock, Arkansas, and we've got lots of noise in the background. Uh, but other than that, we are here... With Mr. Don Harrington, you Hamilton. Say Hamilton. Don? <laughs> Don, not yeah, Don. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said Don. Okay, I couldn't hear. Don yeah, Hamilton. Yes. yes. Yeah, he originally uh, said that was Don Williams. Yes, Williams, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. I couldn't be. Couldn't be. So, how's Don, it going, fellas? Good. Everybody uh, good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Are, are you Are you all geared up for your uh, workshop tomorrow? Yeah, ready to rip, man. The expo's rocking here. All these people around here. Yeah, it's looking, <laughs> looking sweet. I already got in trouble. So really, how'd you get yeah, in trouble? I got, I got kicked out of the um, BMX BMX area. I was yeah. right on the right on the, the ramps. Yeah. So, but I got some pictures. They're okay. Anyway, yeah. we got in trouble too. We were shooting uh, the Canon's new 1DX, not new 1DX, but the 1DX, and. Uh, we were uh, people were at, were kind of dripping and drooling over there because of the uh, 6400 ISO looked like a hundred ISO. So yeah, I, I was at 128,000. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 12,000. 12, I barely go over 800. I know, man. Weddings. Well, I was just trying to do uh, something other than pleasing blurs, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the artistic thing. Yes. So I, yes. Yeah, being a wildlife photographer, I'm not too good in that area. So yeah, you let's talk about this wildlife. How do you get started in wildlife photography? There, eh? that's oh, uh, you know what? That's got to be a good start right there. Let's hear that one. I guess uh, yeah. Unfortunately, in Florida, we're deprived of mammals like you guys here. So we have no uh, we have no deer or big large mammals like you guys. But we have an abundant uh, avian population. So uh, I got started shooting birds, and uh, birds in flight, birds in motion is uh, my passion. So. It's basically Monday through Thursday, uh, nuclear cardiology. Friday, what? Sa- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nuclear cardiology? That's it, baby. Yeah, I'm nuking them. Yep, stress test. Playing oh, you got to be kidding me. I just did my stress test. Man, you should have been in Florida, man. Uh, no, you got a better about, result. It just about killed me. Oh, well, that wasn't good. I made it to nine minutes and 30 seconds, and that third incline thing, Yeah. my calves were on fire. And that wasn't that bad, but at the 25-minute recovery afterwards, the guy says, you don't take care of yourself. You're going to have an event. Okay. Do you call it an event, too? We call them events, too, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I was munching on M&Ms. I missed the first part of this. Oh, the nuclear cardiology, Monday yeah, through, Monday through that's Thursday? That's what you do? Yeah. You, okay. Monday, Monday through Thursday. been doing that about 33 years now, and probably wow. about 10 years ago, the passion developed into <clears throat> photography, and uh, now it's basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or, or more if my wife will let me. Chase, <laughs> ch- chasing the light, baby. So, <laughs> yeah. And so, feathers. I love that. So you're going to do a workshop tomorrow at what time? I'm doing a workshop tomorrow in the classroom here. I believe it's 11.15 to 12.15 okay. tomorrow. And uh, we're going to explore. Uh, we're going to take a whole bunch of images and critique them as a group. Oh, cool. Really uh, anticipating good interaction because I'm not just a slide reader. The, are the are you going to bring in uh, animals? No animals. <laughs> no, no. We'll leave that to the uh, Arkansas Zoo. Our little, our, our little rock uh, zoo. I believe Moose is over there shooting them all today, so Moose got them all today. Really? Yeah. Oh, that explains where the Nikon booth is empty. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's what they told me earlier that yep. they are. Uh, will be here. Well, you told me that. Yes. I told you that. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So, let, so you know what? This is interesting. I'm sitting here with Jim and Rob, both yes. Nikon shooters. Both Nikon yeah. guys. Man, they just jammed the Canon guy right in the middle here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're the like sandwich. I, I can barely speak about Canon, but I, I'll get a word in either, either okay. way. Okay. All right. So, let's, so you know, we, we really love to pick on the <laughs> Canon guys all the time because, you know, Nikon used to make the shutters for Canon. I understand that, yes. Okay. And then we figured we could make a better camera, so then we spin out our own camera. So, anyway. Oh, and the boy. rest is history. But I will, I will give you this. And this is my interpretation. Okay. Of course, it's a, it's a very long one, so I'm not even going to get into it. But, but you know what they say about interpretations, though, right? What's that? <laughs> go ahead. It's like an ass. <laughs> and mine happens to be bigger than everybody they're else's. All, they're all stinky, but go ahead. It is. But um, Nikon was always a photojournalist camera. That's so true. it was really, they were always flash-driven. Yes. Where Canon was a sports photographer's camera, so they're lens-driven. There you go. So you cannot... At least in my opinion, in Nikon or any other camera manufacturer, the 8512. Hello. That's sweet. Okay, how about the 4028DO? It's very sweet. That is an incredible freaking lens. I just don't think the other manufacturers have the research to bring those to to bear. So... You know, there's there's some good things of, of Canon. Yeah, if you need uh, if you need to reach right now, that 400 new uh, Do version two. Yes, is stellar. It's a sweet lens. Uh, and, and how big we're talking physically? We're only talking yeah, about maybe a little, big, yeah, about right? that big and uh, weighs less than uh, probably a 300 f 2.8 version two. Do they have one of those over? No, over there? I wish or they had one over here so we could bring it over and show you guys. I I basically have from the 300 f 2.8 to the 400 Do to the 600, my largest. Lens is a six hundred, and, and that's a big. That's, that's a, big, a big lens. That's yeah. a big baby, and you're feeling it on your shoulders at the mm-hmm. end of the day, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. You know, unless you're a Hulkster, and uh, so it's hard to find time to work out when you got a six hundred. It, it does it for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that do if you haven't seen it, it's they actually sweet. made the front element is a special cut of glass to yeah. make the lights bend faster to keep the physical dimension smaller. Yeah. Whoa. So it's smaller. Then it's a four hundred, but yeah. it's smaller than a three hundred. Yeah, and keep and keep the distortion down too. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So when you're doing the wildlife, obviously you're gonna you're using a tripod. Uh, not necessarily for birds in flight. Uh, oh, it's right, more freehanding. Right. Sure, yeah. yeah, more mm-hmm. freehanding. Uh, animals, for instance, hummingbird, multi-flash photography oh, yeah. in Ecuador when we we lead our tours. Uh, my partner and I, uh, Hamilton and uh, Vindas, we do uh, tours to Costa Rica and Ecuador, and we'll predominantly use a three hundred to four hundred range. For that setup for hummingbirds, and uh, that will be on a tripod with uh, remote lease releases with, uh, for instance, Fotiques or Pocket Wizards Multi Flash. Okay. Now, but for freehanding, generally mostly handheld. Um, There's ways to ways to cheat the physics, if you will. So. I, I had something I was going to say, and I just it's gone. And now. just completely gone. Out of the way. Yeah. Okay, so let's try this. So, so it's a Nikon thing, man. It's an Nikon thing. It's <laughs> yeah. an old age. Yeah, you just is. clear your data bank. Right. <laughs> so, in in bird photography, what's the hardest thing that you find or have found that you had to either accomplish through gear and technology or through ability and experience? Probably metering, learning how to meter. Uh, because, as you know, birds in flight, if there's changing tonacities with a bird flying from a dark region to a, a lighter background, there's yeah. immediate changes in tonacity. So uh, I think it's important to realize you must be able to shoot in different modes. Um, contrary to belief, all of those modes are important, mm-hmm. from AV to shutter priority to mm-hmm. manual. Right. A significant amount is shot in manual, but there's no reason why not to take advantage of the technology we have today oh i like this man right here oh absolutely how, how much uh, macro do you do in this wildlife stuff? uh we do quite a bit in costa rica okay. don't do a lot of macro in the u.s only because we're just spoiled costa mm-hmm. rica has the tree frogs 
the right. venomous snakes, mm. etc., and insects. So um, I would basically categorize Costa Rica as being probably one of the most diverse populations for macro photography in the world. And as far as hummingbirds go, I would say it's fabulous Costa Rica, and I would rate Ecuador's is hummingbirds on steroids. Mm. It's mega. It's wow. over the top. Okay, well, so go ahead. Go ahead. I, I really Jim. love macro photography. I, okay. did, I dabbled in it a little bit. Uh, I got me a, uh, I purchased, sorry, I purchased a, uh, what do you call that, a reverse ring? Yes, Where okay. I put my 50 or my 35 on there. Okay. I really loved the results and now, just now had a lot the, of fun. The ring it. you got, did you, are you mounting it to the body or mounting it to another lens? Because they have two different ones. Uh, I'm mounting it to, I forget, uh, uh, I think I'm mounting it to, oh, uh, the uh, extension to, tubes maybe. Yes, probably. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you're basically, it's just a, a bayonet mount that's yeah. reversing right, it. Right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they have the ones right. that's a dual macro, the right. dual threads that you can mount like a 35 exactly. on the end of a 135. Which is allowing you to get closer to your subject and fill the frame. Right. Right. Yeah, and exponentially increase that. Yeah, those, so, that's So with that set up or any other lens or whatever, so what can you describe? I'm just interested for myself, but maybe somebody else is. Uh, well, we're just doing this for ourselves. We well, yeah, yeah, else. true. That one guy in prison. That, that well, there's two that actually like you because they think you look good in orange. Oh, I mean, God. that's funny. I didn't realize they had an Arkansas macro class in prison here. They have that. Huh? That's very. very that's a that's a cool thing, man. You know, <laughs> it is. It is. They make little shivs and take pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's but anyway, so that setup. Okay, you've got your your macro lens on. That what are you using? Any kind of bracket to put a flash yeah. on or anything? Yeah. Now, you're, or? if you're talking about uh, serious macro on a stationary object let's mm-hmm. say um kind of hard to do that on moving snakes or mm-hmm, right. lizards or small insects but i think a lot of people will use somewhere in that 100 range to 180 mm-hmm. let's say um, they can put a an extension tube on it and and pull in close and tight on the subject there are people that are very serious and that's their genre and their discipline is macro and they use rails you're absolutely right and rails can, being the oh, to, they, to be able to focus. We're talking moving matter of nano okay, millimeters, right. mm-hmm. and this is critical because they indeed may take an image, for instance, a green tree frog's eye, mm, let's say, right. and they will actually take several pictures and stack those images. Yeah, focus, focus stacking. stacking. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that was going to ask you that. Yeah. I, I I've never tried that. I've yeah. never gotten into that. Right. Is it similar to HDR? No, no, no. Focus stacking is usually done with the software. Whether you can use uh, Photoshop's own, which is probably not as good as maybe Helicon and some other additional softwares, third parties that you can buy. So but I, do, in Photoshop, do you use the photo merge? You can. Oh, okay. You can, but for, there's actually a photo stacking that you could use in... in uh, really? See? Yeah. We're learning. We're getting our butts yeah. kicked already today. Yeah. We're getting education. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I think it's a personal preference on what you want to do. The sure. biggest thing about macro is you learn so quickly about depth of field, mm-hmm. how right. shallow it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you using a crop sensor or are you using a full-body sensor? You're also learning about just how serious the, the, the being in a plane the plane of focus is oh, critical yeah. because you can have a nice green tree frog, for an example, or let's say uh, 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 Jesus Christ lizard, let's say, and you have that there. You can have the head in focus and the rest of it is totally out of focus. Yeah. Depends what you're trying to achieve, sure. the yeah. story. But most people, as beginners, really need to focus on that plane. It's, so it's not, it's not a discipline for the lighthearted. It's one that you're going to work in. It's working so your subject. Specifically, you're talking about the angle of the plane, the, the angle exactly. of your camera. Right. Uh, the angle of the sensor to the, subject. To the, to the focal, subject, right. to the focal that, uh, point that you're trying to achieve. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. 
Right, because I don't think they make any perspective control macro lenses, do they? No, no. <laughs> but, but we could, we essentially could take stacking images, and if uh, we were dealing with, say, a subject at 45 degrees, uh-huh. well, we know where our focal point is, it's going to be dead sharp. But as we move right or left of that on a 45-degree angle, all it's bets are off. Right. Depending on your depth of field, what your f-stop is, your depth of field, remember, inversely proportional. Depending on that, so we might have to stack these images. Mm. So at that point, we could either, uh, we would prefer not to move the camera. We prefer to move the focal point within the camera. Right, right. And okay. so as we move these focal points step by step, we can take a sharp picture here, 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 and here, and then combine those in, in the software. But that's really going to do it on a stationary object. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and what do a lot of macro photographers do? A lot of macro, like butterflies, they'll shoot them yeah. in the wintertime, in the early but, spring when they're still cold. You know what they do. They or, put them in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I find it interesting when I see in a, like a baby iguana like come in South Florida come out, and he's all like four shades darker than he normally is. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting there like barely breathing and oh, whatever. Wow. Yeah. So, but uh, hey, you know, to each his own. Wow, that's that's interesting. I mean, literally, I, I, I never knew that. Never knew that. Never knew to look for that. You know, yeah. oh, well, there's the... A only, lot of only an experienced uh, wildlife macro whatever photographer would know. Okay, that so I want to just pop in with my wildlife photography. So just for fun, I was in the military. I was stationed in Blyville, Arkansas. Okay, well, you know where that is. No, not really. I'm a Floridian, but oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry because we're all here. I'm we're no, from, we're okay. from Oklahoma. It's okay. So anyway, so it's not too far from here where we're at right now, and uh, they have a, a big lake that's a national. Um, National wildlife refuge, refuge. Okay. very nice and uh, I was young and I was really into wildlife photography I even had a business card that said wildlife photographer so they actually hired me to do some photography and this is the time you know back in the day of little Guru. okay you know what I'm talking <laughs> right, about yeah, right yeah, and they yeah. had the little big flash thing absolutely like, oh, okay so and I was following the direction where you would go and take your your blind and set it up and then move it like half the distance and then the next day go and move it half the distance yeah, right. then get into it right. so I was trying to shoot this river otter oh boy okay and they wanted to get shots to put into their brochure I got in this thing at 4 o'clock in the morning and had had this thing whole I mean it's like uh, literally two weeks to be able to get into the blind where his den is the entire day I was there all I got was a possum Hottest day in uh-huh. Arkansas in like ten years. Sitting in a blind the whole time. Sitting in the blind the whole time. I said, "Okay, Sweating this bullets. is not for me. For me. Yeah. I am done." <laughs> Wildlife photographer, you have got to be a very yep. patient, patient individual. Yeah. yeah, I just don't. It's just not there. So I, I really applaud you for Thanks, this man. because bring in, you know, bringing nature to lazy people like me <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> well, you know what? And also, the other thing is too. I think it's. Um, that's knowing behavior. So not right. only does wildlife nature photography bless you with, with an abundance of observing things you never would have seen, you also learn about stuff that you never would have learned about that you have to learn about to be successful. Yeah. So it's like a symbiotic relationship. It's a mutual mm-hmm. win-win. So well, it's, it's, similar, cool. it's similar to sports. You have to know the sport, you know. Exactly. You have to know where the guy's going to go, yeah. where he's yeah. going to end up, you know. Okay. And I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I've, I've heard that before. It's like, oh, wildlife photography is like shooting. And I agree that there's a certain similarity to, that, to it, to that, yeah. but you can go and photograph basically any sport, and all you have to do is follow the ball. 
That's true. When you're in wildlife photography, you've got to know that there's going to be a pattern of that bird returning to its right. nest. Right. And it's always going to do, it's not going to always go direct. He's got to know that. So right. I think that right, the follow, wildlife photographers. Like in football, though, if you follow the ball, you're always going to be catching the ball. What about the guys that are doing other things? You, do you know? rarely see those shots in Sports Illustrated. Yeah, you don't. They don't make it. Okay. So I'm just going to call people out right now. If you're a sports photographer, you're an opportunist photojournalist. <laughs> oh. If you have a problem with it, come on the show and prove me wrong. How to win friends and influence people, huh? Uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. Sorry. Oh, man. We like it's, the wildlife photographers it's, better. It's, I can almost see the people dropping off the, your, your right subscription now. list. Oh. Yeah, they already did. Okay, so well, let's talk about autofocus. What is your favorite autofocus mode when you're shooting? Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a dead, diehard, true AI servo guy. AI servo. And AI for, servo. for Nikon users? I have no idea. Oh, they that, pray. The AI servo is basically the, um, that would be our continuous autofocus. Okay. Called, yeah, it's called pray. Yes. Pray, pray, oh! <laughs> it's called the pray and spray. Spray. <laughs> Yeah. Or spray and pray. That's yeah, what it's spray and pray. Spray and pray. Yeah. No, no, I'm just kidding. So you're like man. back button focus? Listen, my, yeah, I'm a back button. Okay, yes. but rear assisted. Yes, we like rear that. Rear assist focus, yeah. That just makes it so. Rear assist. I like that better. I like that better, better yeah. yeah. Sounds more yeah. like you're smart. It sounds yeah, more I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk backwards. Backwards is not too good. No, that's not good. <laughs> rear assist. Rear assist focusing. Okay, we just got schooled. I like that. It's all right, man. It's all good. It's all good. I love hey, it. That's why we like having the guests on because we, we learn. We, we'll cook up We'll cook up another one. We'll cook up another one tomorrow with some some high tech but you know what guys basically uh it's what's in your toolbox yeah I'll, I'll, we'll close it out with this is what everybody has in their toolbox it'll work yeah because you can have the 1dx or you can have the uh d50 not, the, the, uh, d50 <laughs> or no the d8000 or whatever whatever the number whatever are. you guys yeah whatever you guys have and uh it's really it's the time in the field there's no substitute for the amount of shutter clicks and so Basically, uh, I'll end it with this. I mean, every single person at the expo today is really only one shutter click away from another award-winning image. Right. So anyway. Wow. Okay. That's he. Okay. So challenge is on. That that's amazing. So he does wildlife photography. He he makes people's heart get better, and and he is generous and kind with his words. Absolutely. <laughs> I know it's an oxymoron, but no, not at all. <laughs> Okay, so we do have a Bazinga question. And yes. the Bazinga question for you is going to be easy. Let's see. Wildlife Let's photographer. Push. So if you could be any animal, which animal would you be and why? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like come on. You know we got to pull that one out. Oh, man. It's a lot better <laughs> well, than asking you what kind of heels would you be. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, right. there's, one, there's one animal on my list that I've been chasing for years. It's called the Harpy Eagle. The Harpy Eagle is I an extremely this rare eagle in uh, South America. And that's on my list I only hope that uh, they won't go into extinction before we can I can personally document them and observe them but uh, I'm more than just a bird photographer really I just nature itself the wonders that uh, you know what God's put before us is just phenomenal so it's never you're never bored in nature never ever ever, yeah. ever. You know? I mean you can walk down the street of San Francisco you probably could say you wouldn't be bored but walk down it every day and I think you'd be bored where every day is a different walk around the river or in the forest wherever you're at so yeah and um i'm down in south florida so i do a lot of tours in the everglades where in uh summer we have mosquitoes bigger than you <laughs> and uh we have no seams yeah we've got yeah. some nasty critters but uh florida's really lovely and we have a lot of parks uh, to see in the winter yeah it's, it's very lovely i was yeah. there last 
was it last year or year before last, I went down to Key West. Oh. Which in my mind. You shot some strange stuff down there, didn't you? Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't shoot anything down there. I. It was a family trip. It was oh. a family trip. Gotcha. And um, in, in, the, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, Key West is where everybody goes. Yeah, yeah. Caribbean, palm trees. Ugly beaches. Nothing, it is the nothing. worst the beaches rocket. ever. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Now you need to come north up around Boca Raton area, White Sand Beaches. And anything north of the Keys, the Keys is really just a coral rock. It's, it's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's overpriced and oversold. But you know what I was going to tell you? I think we uh, we ended about five minutes ago. But <laughs> no, 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 we just keep gonna, going. We just keep going. But I, I was going to mention to you guys that uh, you mentioned to me, what animal would you think? I think on my list of list of list is probably the Ugandan gorillas. Mm. Because, I mean, wow, if you saw some yeah. gorilla pictures coming in here mm-hmm, today. Yeah, absolutely. To be there in their midst and document that mm, yeah. pseudo-human looking like yes. a Wow. I know. All right, now that, we're going to bring that up. We got to bring man. up, you know, Jane Goodall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gorillas um, in the Mist. That was an uh, mm. incredible movie. I mean, yeah. her, her life story was incredible. Yeah. The National Geographic photographer that documented her was amazing. Yeah. I mean, just. What a giver. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Yeah, really. Where it's, would we be today with conservation if we didn't have her doing that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, well, um, you know, even this conservation over the, the dentist that shot Cecil. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even know anything about CISO yeah. at all until this yeah. popped up on the news. Yeah. It's, um, I think we're getting mixed uh, signals on that. I mean, I'm certainly not a, I mean, I fish. I don't hunt. I help with my camera today. Mm-hmm. But I'm certainly not a, a anti-hunter or anything like right, that. Right, right. But I feel that uh, that's, this is this is a more of a cowardly act, what was committed. And, mm. Right. Um, to bait, I don't bait. No, either we no. get the shot or we don't get the shot, and uh, you know what? There's always another day. But mm-hmm. that's this thing is off the hook, and I I think that individual is going to reap the reap what he sowed. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty bad. I you know I know that hunting has to be done as a way sure. for to control. I, I guess in a way we have to do some kind of natural selection yeah. ourselves. But uh, yeah, I I think the whole thing of a trophy head of any kind of animal hanging yeah. in your house. Yeah. You know, I mean, a deer, yeah. you get deer tags, I get it, grizzly. But the limitation on, I mean, there's so few of these wild lions, tigers, etc. cetera. Right. Uh, it seemed like we need to let the population bounce back before we start hunting yeah. them. Well, I think it even goes beyond that. It goes further to the fact that this, this animal was acclimated to humans. He had mm-hmm. seen humans in mm-hmm. safaris, vehicles going by daily, okay? Right, yeah. So it wasn't like a true wild hunt. No. A true wild hunt, the guy would have taken off and never even gotten close enough for that. So there's multiple facets in here that are just very disagreeable, mm, in my opinion. I didn't know that. Yeah, think about it. I mean, this guy was the, the king of his pride in this area. Mm-hmm. Right. So safari vehicles had seen him. I mean, people knew who he was. How did he become so well-known? Mm-hmm. How does the world know him other than just the PR? Exactly. So this this guy was well-known. So um, I don't know. I, the, obviously, fatal is not even the best word for it, but a terrible mistake. Right, and then of course, Not a mistake, with intention. the behavior as well. Now yeah. that the the leader of the pride is gone, you're going to have younger lions come in, yeah, and if yeah. they assert domination over the females, yeah. they could possibly kill the offsprings yeah. of the other male. Yeah, they probably will. So you know, this yeah. it's, so it's not just you know it's one of those things where you kill a chicken, but you've yeah. now damaged the you know the the breadline of the farmer forever. Yeah. Okay, well that's a, a serious right. thing to get onto. Yeah. Yeah, right. I love that. So, okay, before we go, let's just do one more thing. People that are starting in wildlife photography, what one advice you could give them if that's the direction they want to take? 
I'd say the biggest thing that everybody can afford to do is be persistent. Okay. Be persistent, have patience, and uh, don't be afraid to Google research and look at where images were taken and, and make it a personal quest. The biggest thing about photography is the challenge should be individual. Mm-hmm. It should be between your ears. You're not competing with your guy you're shooting with, like you two. Right. Jim and Rob are competing. It's a personal conquest, internal conquest. And hmm. I think that's because equipment is another whole that's lengthy whole discussion, game. you know. But uh, you need to have the tools to do the job, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But uh, a person just can't jump out to uh, top of the line of the main name brand manufacturers of their biggest lens or biggest camera and all that and their best tripod and all that because you can't appreciate that until you've gone through the steps. And worked it. Okay, so quick plug for some of your uh, workshops. We can put it on our... Go ahead, plug sure. us up. Sure. we us uh, every, Yeah, every January, uh, donhamiltonphotos.com uh-huh. is one. Uh, I'm on Flickr and 500. You can just Google Don Hamilton. Um, I do a lot of uh, free speaking for the Audubon organizations. In oh, that's great. Florida and all over the, over the U.S. And basically the idea is that uh, we conduct affordable passionate workshops in Costa Rica and Ecuador based on the fact that they don't need to cost $15 million like some people want to do. Mm. For us, it's it's a, a passion and it's a teaching experience. So it's a 24-7 total immersion in whatever it is, Costa Rica or Ecuador. That's awesome. So, I think cool. we do have quite a few listeners that do enjoy the wildlife photography. Yeah. So we'll definitely put those in the show notes Thanks. and send uh, send some traffic your way. I appreciate it. And maybe it. we can get a postcard from Costa Rica. Right. Be awesome, yeah. man. Hey, Thanks, and guys. some coffee because I love or maybe, coffee. Maybe a better that, maybe a good image. Oh, <laughs> I like that. A signed image would be Thank great. You. Thank you, fellas. All right. So All take right. us out of here, Jim. All right. Thanks a lot. You bet. See you around. Sweet. Boom. I don't know.